ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهد الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا ايها الذين امنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد we give all thanks to almighty allah is the one that is worthy to be giving thanks to we praise him we seek his help against the evil of our souls and that of our actions indeed whomever allah has guided nobody can misguide and whomever allah has caused to go astray nobody can guide we bear witness that allah is the only deity worthy of worship and our rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the last of all the messengers and the prophets we pray to almighty allah to continue to show his blessings on rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam his household and all those that follow his footsteps till the day of judgment amen kids i want you to come forward all of you come forward stop talking so inshallah today we are going to be focusing our talk on one of the important subjects that has to do with our community and the topic for today is tagged community capacity building and volunteerism community capacity building and volunteerism as we all know just by layman explanation community capacity capacity building means to build on the potentials that we have in terms of manpower in terms of knowledge in terms of resources to see how we could be forthright in promoting on all these potentials and improve upon them and also volunteerism is nothing more than giving our time to serve allah giving our time to build our community spending our resources our wealth 
to develop and build our community. And looking at it, community capacity building focuses on enabling all members of the community, including the poorest and the most disadvantaged, to develop skills and competencies to take greater control of their own lives and contribute to the inclusive local development. So which means irrespective of our age, irrespective of our tribes, irrespective of our gender, once we belong to a particular community, it is my responsibility as a man in his middle age, it is your responsibility as an elderly, it is your responsibility as our grandpas and grandmas to make sure that at least we contribute our quota in developing our community. And that is what we call all inclusiveness. We just don't say this community belongs to some people to run. We all have to take part in building our community for greater success. And by volunteerism, it is nothing more than giving out our time and resources to support our community. And why is this subject important as we speak? Community capacity building and volunteerism help to sustain the goals of our community and strengthen the foundation of our din and practice. Because if we are able to cooperate with one another, if we are able to collaborate with one another, if we are able to work together as one, we will be seen to not only unify the system, but we will also be seen to have been able to promote the culture of which goals of our day is to make sure that we please Allah, to make sure that the goals of our day is to, you know, not only to please Allah, but to hand His mercy and attain Jannah, and at the same time, to be able to work together as a family, to be able to work together as community members, to coexist in peaceful atmosphere, and be able to make sure that at least we all belong to one Ummah, and we are able to satisfy and fulfill all the commandments of Allah and His Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And what are the reasons, or what are the points we can point to in the Quran to support this? As we can all remember, in that popular ayah of the Quran, Quran chapter 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse 110, where Allah says, Allah says, You all are the best of all mankind. We are believers. Allah is referring to us here. We are the best of all mankind. Why? Because we enjoy what is right by making sure that our community grow, by making sure that we all work together to please Allah, by making sure that we all support one another to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah by making sure that we keep the order and the commandments of Allah, and by protecting and safeguarding ourselves from what Allah has commanded us not to do. And we are able to do all this, and not only that, we also try as much as possible to fear Allah and to obey Him. In another portion of the Quran, in Quran Surah Al-Maidah, Quran chapter 5, 
towards the ending part of verse 2, Allah also reminds us that Allah says, help one another to attain virtues. Help one another to attain righteousness. Help one another to increase in piety. But please do not support one another in committing sins. And do not support one another in transgression. Because Allah is indeed stern in punishment. We pray to Almighty Allah to protect and safeguard us. Amen. Where should this community capacity building and volunteerism should be the focus of our discussion this afternoon? When we look at this part of the world where we live, we see that there are so many challenges, both here and even globally, that have affected the practice of our deen. We know that part of the subject now that is in reign is the so-called atheism, when people denounce the existence of Allah. The fear of Allah has been thrown to the garbage. Immorality is the norm of the society. Even the conduct, what has been known or seen or comprehended to mean the normal, the nature of men have been misunderstood. And even the perception that is being spread around now is for people to start thinking about the idea of trans transgenderism, which of course means I'm, I, as a man, feeling that I think I'm a woman in my thought. Or you, as a woman, thinking that you are a man in terms of your genetic composition. And you have not only conceived that, you have taken an extra step to take the biological composition of yourself. But we must not forget where Allah has reminded us in the Quran, Do not change the creation of Allah. Your body is not yours. Your body is never yours. If we have to go back to the creation of man, nobody can lay claim that I was with Allah when I was about to be created. I informed Allah I wanted to be created as a tall man. I wanted to be created as a black man. I wanted to be created to come out from this parent. I wanted to be created to come out from this land. I wanted to be created to come out at this particular time. Who are you? Have you ever had that discussion with Allah? It is only by the rahmah of Allah that Allah has created you in the form that you are now, and you do not have any claim to the body which Allah has given you. Do not change the creation of Allah. And that is why as Muslims, especially in this part of the world, the subject of thinking that I can do to my body as I would or as I want should not be the perception of Muslims because your body is never yours. And anything you do to change the creation of Allah, Allah is going to call you to order. It is very important that we should work together to, to improve and build our capacity as a community by making sure that we address that issue. Not only that, we are witnessing a lot of violence around now, and as Muslims, what should be my role 
What should be your role to make sure that this is not the order of the day? What should be our collective responsibilities as community to make sure that we check all this? And what are the things we can do to take care of all this? Priority should be given to changing the course. If we have not been thinking about all these abnormalities, all these misconceptions, all these evil thoughts going around us, the time is now. We have to brace up as a community, as community leaders, as members of the community, as the head of the household, as the woman in the house, as grandpas and grandmas. We have to brace up and address this issue. We cannot continue to fold our hands and, and say, this is the norm of the society, and we have to go along with the norm. So we have to brace up and challenge the status quo. We have to start the awareness. We have to start discussing this at our various homes, at our various community. Akhlaq, which is good manners, should be the order of the day. It is our right to ensure that our children are well brought up with sound knowledge of the deen and with good manners. Not only that, to really address this challenge and problem, we also have to devote time. Come to think of it. Some of us today, we only have time to work. And when we come back from our various work, we eat and we sleep. Even weekends, when we should probably have quality time with our family to address some of the pertinent issues that have to do with our family, we don't have that time. So as Muslims, it is my thought that we should all work together to start devoting time to address our children in our various homes, in our various communities, to challenge or to address some of these challenges. And at times, some of us will feel that, Alhamdulillah, my kids are now in college. I think I can relax now. Remember, they have the freedom to do whatever they like. They are not under your watch anymore. But as Muslims, we shouldn't fold our hands. That is the most treacherous time of their lives. And we have to make sure we work not to allow shaitan to take over their thought and to continue to mislead them. So as Muslims, we have to see how we can help our kids, especially in colleges. We can drop into schools unannounced to check on our words, to check on our kids, to know how they are doing. And even if they are far away, we can do that. Some of us today, we have gotten phones for our kids. They have phones. They have stuff that we communicate with them. So why don't you call your kids unannounced without any prior notice and ask him or her to put his phone on camera? Perhaps it might be somewhere that you wouldn't really like. Call your kids. Check on them. Let's make sure we work with them. Because we know the fitna of the peer pressure. We know the fitna of the environment which we live. We have to help one another to support the cause of Allah. And we should not help one another to follow the, uh, the evil thought of shaitan. So we can always, you know, check on them, call them intermittently, and check about where they are. And come to think of it, by the time you call your kid and he says, that, or if it's not even picking your phone, that should be a red sign. That should be a red flag. If your child, you ask your child to put his or her phone in camera so that you can see where he is, and you say that I'm not comfortable doing that, you should probably be worried. Don't let us lead them to the temptations of shaitan.
Try and inquire from your kids, the, kind, the circle of friends that they keep. Try to know more. Try to probe more. Try to be part of their lives. It is also very important that from time to time, engage them. Check the level of their perceptions. If we see our kids that have completed, our children that have completed their colleges and they are working, they are earning good, and you are reminding them about marriage and they are shining off, you should be worried. As Muslims, one of the things that Rasulullah has admonished us to do or not to delay is marriage. If a man can take care of three things, shelter, feeding, and clothing for his wife, that man is ready for marriage. And even if they show some readiness, but they are financially handicapped, they cannot really go headlong with the financial challenges. And we have the wherewithal as parents. Let us support them. We are not only doing this to help their future and their cause, we are doing this to make sure that Shaitan will not take over uh, in their dealings. We pray to Almighty Allah to continue to, to keep them all right. Amen. We also have to try everything to remind them about their doing. As Muslims, especially in this part, in this community, we have various programs where the adults, men and women, come around to discuss about Islam, to learn more about their doing. Whatever piece you have learned, when you get homes, why don't you share that with your kids? Why don't you share that with your children? Perhaps it will make a lasting impression in their lives. But if we are spreading ourselves, we do not come to a la court, gatherings, where we can learn, where we can gain more about our din, understand about our din, how can we be able to imbibe this in our kids? We should also inform and remind them that they should be able to give back to their community in terms of knowledge, in terms of the time they have, and in terms of the financial support. We have to try and do all this because we can be here forever. We cannot continue to run the affairs of the community forever, but we have to learn to make sure that we develop them to be able to take over from us. Of course, we understand the challenge of the fact that most of them are not staying around. They might be in some other cities or some other states or even some other countries. Why don't we organize an annual event to connect our young ones, especially some of them in colleges in some other states in some other countries? Or some of them have completed colleges and are now working and have their families. We can connect with them. Probably we can organize an annual event where they can come to the community and they have that sense of belonging and ownership of the community. By the time we do this, they will know that this community belongs to them and they have to see how they can give back and develop it further. And even if we cannot do that, we are in the era of virtual connection now. We can actually do virtual connection of all our young ones in the community to ensure that they still feel that sense of belonging, they still know that this community is theirs, and it is their responsibilities to see how we can move it forward. Because the elders, the middle age, that have been taking care of this community they will not continue to be there forever. And if we not address this issue, come to think of it, they will not be well connected and they will be out there developing other communities at the expense of theirs. And that is why as Muslims, let's see how we can work together to make sure that our young ones have that sense of belonging and they are able to work together as one. When they work together as one, they will be able to live through their struggles as young adults, they'll be able to learn from one another how to cope as Muslims. Come to think of it, young ones who have just been married, of course they do have those challenges. 
But as elders who have gone through those challenges and experience, we can come back and impact what we have learned, what we have gained, those things that worked in our time, and those stuff will help them navigating through those challenges. Let us connect them to share their success, and let us see how we can move forward and, you know, ensuring that they stay together as one, they work together to live together as one, and they love to, you know, give back to their community. And as adults, let's try as much as possible to build our community with, to build our community with our children in focus. Not to build our community around our children. Because if we build our children with our community, it means we build this community together with them. And they'll be able to learn through the process. And they'll be able to sustain it. But if we build the community around them, it means they don't learn the process. And when it comes to sustainability, they may not be able to know how it works. And that is why as Muslims, it is our responsibility to make sure that we feel the urge to address the vacuum of our young ones. We feel the urge to understand that community capacity building and volunteerism is not just for those who have been doing it for years, for decades, but we have to look back and see where is the missing block and see how we can work together and feel that. We pray to Almighty Allah to make all this easy for us. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalam Ala Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wa ala alihi wa sallam Ala Muhammad wa ala hali Muhammad Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim Wa ala hali Ibrahim fil alamina Innaka hamidul majid Ala mabarika ala Muhammad wa ala hali Muhammad Kama barakta ala Ibrahim Wa ala hali Ibrahim fil alamina Innaka hamidul majid It is the primary responsibility Of every family, every household to raise their children in an upright way, morally acceptable to the value of the community, that is accept acceptable to the way Allah, Allah has informed us in the Quran, and that is also in line with the Sunnah of Rasulullah. It is our responsibility for our families to know that as young ones growing up, the lives of people are sacred. Never should we bear or erase any harm against anybody. To kill anybody unjustly it is a big sin before Allah. It is a discussion that we should be having with our, with our family members. As family, we should hold this as our primary responsibility. And the secondary responsibility of the community is to in integrate and empower our young ones in our community. To make sure that at least we give them the, the moral compass. What the Quran has preached and what the Sunnah of Rasulullah has engendered us to do. It is our collective responsibility to build our community, all of us, not just on committees, as we have it in this community. Mumini elders from men and women have been the pioneer and the sustainer of environmental cleaning, quarterly environmental cleaning of our community. May Almighty Allah bless your efforts. But as young ones following them, we have to learn through the process and learn how to take over from them. The BOT, the ESCO, the IAC have been strategically placed 
to continue to run and maintain the affairs of the community. But where do you belong? Where do I belong? Can I really lay claim to at least do something in this community to volunteer my time to support the cause? If we are really missing out in this effort, let us ask, where can I serve? After all, we are all striving for that great reward with this agenda. And it allows us to measure our effort by communal strife, communal responsibility. Then where do we belong? So let us ask where we can serve. Let us be part of the process. Let's devote our time when we have it to support our community. Let's spend our resources, our money, to ensure that the process continues to work. This is about the only way we can curtail the current challenges, the, the, the problems that we have been facing in this part of the world. This is the only way we can control the fitna that we are going through by making sure that as we, the elderly ones, are going forward, our younger ones are marching behind us. And just to wrap up, I just want to share with us the lesson of Surah Al-Asr, where Allah says, Wal Asr. Indeed, by the ending time, man will be at loss. We are really at loss. We are indeed at loss. Except those who have faith, and not only that, and they do righteous good deeds. They follow the commandments of Allah. They keep up with the Sunnah of Rasulullah. They follow the do's of Allah. They follow the do's of Rasulullah. And they protect themselves from the don't of Allah. They protect themselves from the don't of Allah. And they make sure that even their word, their community members, they all follow suit. And they call themselves to the truth. And they call themselves to be patient. We have to be patient. We have to be truthful in our cause. We have to make sure we do things right. We pray to Almighty Allah to make all this easy for us. Rasulullah reminds us in his tradition that the best of people is the one that is beneficial to others. The best of people is the one that is beneficial to others. One of the ways we can be beneficial to others is to be actively involved in communal effort in building community capacity in volunteering our time. And another part of his tradition, he says, the best of you is the one who is best to his family. And he says, I'm best to my family. Why don't we try to be best as, why don't we try to be best to our family? As the head of the household, we should try to be best to our family. As the woman in the house, we should try to be best to our family. Even as young ones growing up under the roof of your parents, try to be best. Follow the commandments of Allah through your parents, in as much as they are not inviting you to something that is contrary, follow their commandment. Let's make sure we do things right. Let's make sure we stay together as one. Let's make sure we stay together following the birth and taqwa. And let's try as much as possible to shun the sinful ways, the sinful deeds, and to make sure that at least we do things right. <laughs> Abibewa community watawa koni dagbasoke true pe an perawa sinranti akiesi konsi awa agbalagba nikan but awon mo wa especially awon mo wa ti won wa ni school ti won wa connected pelu wa ibiyanju wo lan lati se kakan ma da won da pe won ti toju bo won ti wa ni lewe e je ka gbiyanju ka fowo suwo po pelu won e ka gbiyanju ka ranra wa lowo e ka gbiyanju ka ma bere won lore kore bi abale lo sile we ti won wa e pe won lori ago 
bo ba dale friday e ba bi enju ke pe won boya bi ton ti e wa yen ko nse bi te ti e ni fese e je ka pe won kan ma ye won wo e je ka ran won leti pe olorun niyan ma joseph fun ibi ki bi ton ba wa eyan ma joseph olorun ni ibi ki bi ton ba wa eyan ma sin olorun ni eyan o ki si ni bi nkan ti o da eyan o ki se nkan ti sha itonu ma ma ti yan lo sibe e je ka gbi yanju baba nule iya nule atawo mo wa ka fowo so wopo ka tele nkan ti quran so Catalin nkan ti aditi so baba nule iya nule eje ka fowo so wopo community tower ba lo ti le ni that's okay ipa woni won ko ipa o le mi nko aba ro pa won kan ti e lo wa nbe to ye kan ma da se o ye ka jo se ni tori pe ta ba jo se kila nwa aljanna olorun ko nsa won eni kala fe ko wa aljanna eje ka jo se ka fi asiko wale imola nini eje ka wa ka fi moyen ka fi lele ka fi ku awon eyan owo la nini eje ka na owo tori nkan ta ba na siwaju ohun la ma ba waju olorun eleyi ta fi pamọ ti olorun ni ka ni anfani ati na o ti ditalomi eje ka gbiyanju esin wa esin tan fowo so wopo ni lati le se daada ni waju olorun esin tan fowo so wopo ni lati le jera fun gbo nkan to ba ni se pelu nkan shaitan abi olorun ba liki ola olorun ko je ka ri eleyi se abi olorun ba liki ola olorun ko je ka jere abi olorun ba liki ola olorun ko gba ijosin wa ni owo wa gbogbo nkan ta ti se to da abi olorun ba liki ola olorun ko gba ni owo wa eleyi ta ba se to ba ku de ka to abi olorun ba liki ola olorun ko se amojukuru fun wa ife teyan fi ma sin olorun teyan fi ma nto mo ati mo teyan fi ma nto mo loju ona esin abi olorun ba liki ola olorun ko jogun e fun wa gbogbo nkan teyan se pata to ma ma dun olorun oni olorun je kale ma se gbogbo teyan ma ma se ti o dun olorun olorun ko ma le wa jina se inna allaha malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabiyyi يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلم تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد ان الله ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع الدعاء واتب علينا يا مولانا انك تواب رحيم ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وَأَبِلَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَّابُ رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَى سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ سُبْحَانَ رَبِّكَ رَبِّ الْعِزَّةِ عَمَّا يَصِفُونَ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَى الْمُرْسَلِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِ